Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I think the main way to make climate action happen mm. is to just get comfortable with talking about the uncomfortable subject that it yeah. exists yeah and um and not even try and fix it but just like get through the first hurdle of just like mm. bringing it up yeah and so and not in like a doom like, we're all gonna die like yeah. like you know you can have nuance to the conversation which is like yeah like you know <laughs> how do you feel about it um no, a little, uh, like that's a, a bad example. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I was just like, when I finally started writing the script, I was mm. like, for, for not today, I was like, well, if I can be the person who helps people who are struggling to articulate their anxieties, if this gives them the words that they were looking for through this script and through this play, then that will have been worth it. You're listening to the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. My name's Justin, or you can call me Stin. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. If you're one of our many loyal listeners, welcome back. We are back with a new episode of the podcast, and this time we feature our first in-studio guest, the talented Ali Morgan. Ali brought her one-woman show, Not Today, to the Sydney Fringe Festival to stellar reviews and nominations. Ali sits down in our Powerhouse Museum studio to discuss climate change activism, how lockdown forced her to be creative, and how this eventually led her to writing her own one-woman show. We also have the return of our new favourite game, One Minute Theatre Thoughts, and Ali also performs one of her songs from Not Today, just for the podcast. Don't forget, you can find all our episode information on our dedicated podcast site. Follow the link in this episode's description or follow us on Instagram at TheatreThoughtsAUS as well as our YouTube channel. So get ready to once again switch on those thoughts and delve into the world of the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. Welcome to a new episode of Theatre Thoughts Podcast. We have a first day. We have our first guest in studio, which I'm very, very excited about. We have a skilled actor, writer, musician and producer who graduated from NIDA's Screen Acting Studio in 2014 and the Actors Centre Australia in 2017. She has produced and starred in uh, her own short film, Her Own Music, which premiered at the 2020 Sydney Film Festival and the Outfest LA in 2020. Her music has appeared on Triple J Unearthed and has independently released singles as well as written for television with two TV series in development and they're currently performing their show, Not Today, for the Sydney Fringe Festival. Please welcome 
Ali Morgan. Hello. It's so great to have you actually, and I can actually see you and talk to you. This is so surreal. <laughs> You're a real person. I know. So I'm so used to everything via Zoom. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, thanks for having me. No, thank you for coming in. Um, so we're going to hear you uh, perform some of your songs, which I'm very excited about. Yes, me too. Yeah. Um, and you're performing, so not today, at the mm-hmm. Fringe Festival in yeah. Sydney. So we'll get to that in a sec. Okay. Um, but let's hear about you, because you're um, relatively new in my sphere. I've kind of seen your images pop up when the Sydney Fringe was coming around. I was like, mm-hmm. that looks interesting. Um, and like I was saying before, our reviewer came to see the other night. She loved it. So Yay. just tell us a bit about yourself. Um, well, yeah, I grew up in Sydney, so I've been bopping around here my whole life. Should probably leave at some point, um, but that's another story. Um, so, yeah, I, I, like, I grew up always performing and left high school and was like, I'm going to be an actor. Yeah. And then uh, did the whole acting school thing and then was like, wow, I really don't love all of these roles or like Mm. just like wasn't anything that I was like yes I'm so excited to play this also so hard for anyone to even see me for auditions I was like right it was just so hard to like try to knock knock on doors and like you know so I was like all right well um okay I kind of did the maths and I traced it back I was like well if the actor is at the end of the like process okay who is at the start and I was like oh the writer Okay, so, n- oh, like, no one right. has any work unless the writer is there. And so then I was like, oh, well, actors know how to write. Like, we interpret scripts. That's literally our job. So I was like, I should be able to write some scripts. Mm. And so from there, I just started writing and making my own work and, like, making short films with people I went to acting school with, and they went really well. Um, and I was always a songwriter as a kid, and then I picked – up that as well after drama school it's it's funny like as soon as I let go of the idea of having to be an actor like yeah. one thing just all of my passions kind of found a way to all work together so wow. it's kind of ended me up here um making one woman shows with songs and writing them and acting in them and yeah that's a awesome. whole bunch of fun it's so funny isn't it when you trace everything back and you go like because I kind of did the same thing. I did the whole acting school and I was going to be a big actor. Yeah. I did like my Foxtel commercial, which was my big break. Oh my and gosh. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> um, and then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get any money as an actor. What am I going to do instead? Um, yeah. So then it leads you on different paths and it's crazy to see, totally. you know, where things take you. Yeah. And like, it's not like, I think I also had the, that mentality of, um, if I do anything else, then it'll it'll take away from my acting. Mm. But actually, everything just enriches my acting. Or you know, it's always there. I can always come back to it. You know, and so yeah, it's been really empowering just yeah. racing all the all the multidisciplinary things. I think that's the one that's <laughs> one word that our uh, tutors love to instill in us: <laughs> multidisciplinary. Multidisciplinary artist. Um, yeah, and it's so easy to say. I love that word. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It's a good tongue twister to warm me up yeah, on, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I won't bore you with my tongue twisters now. Um, but I know so many because I went to drama school. Oh, my um, God. I might have to pop that back, on my but... um, my game list later. <laughs> I love hearing everyone's stories when it comes yeah. to people on the podcast. Because everyone's everyone kind of, and a lot of performers, they kind of follow the same route, which I like. But then it's after that acting school part where they diverge. Yeah, totally. And then it's, where do they go? Do they go Mm. overseas? Do they go to London? Do they do Disney parks, cruises? Do they go down to Melbourne? Do they continue training? So so we've kind of touched on that for you, but Mm. you ended up in Melbourne 
um, yes. during the 2020 lockdown and 2021 well, lockdown, was I, it? No, I was in Sydney. Oh, you were in Sydney. Okay. <laughs> but I went to Melbourne for the show. Yeah. Maybe that's where you got Melbourne. That might have been where I got mixed up. But you were in lockdown when you wrote Not Today. Is that correct? Yeah. I, I didn't realize I was writing Not Today, though. I mm. I was writing songs. Right. And so I didn't realize what that would become. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was basically just feeling a whole bunch of anxiety and I... Yeah, started writing songs to get my anxiety out of my brain. Mm. And um, and then it wasn't until Miranda Middleton, the director of Not Today, was like, have you ever thought about writing a one-woman show that I was like, oh, that totally makes sense. And then I kind of retrofitted the songs to fit the narrative. Although they, right. they naturally do have... Um, they kind of they, they unfold in the order that I wrote them, oh, okay. ironically. Yeah. Because so, they kind of track my... Mental health yeah. process yeah. in that time. So, yeah. It's a weird time, wasn't it? Very weird. Yeah, very <laughs> yeah. strange. I, I remember I was living in Wollongong um, at the time, and it was actually quite good in a way because I could, like, walk to the beach. And I was mm. like, oh, perfect, amazing. Oh, so nice. Um, but it was – and I always think back on it. It was, like, such a weird time. Um, it was so weird. It was yeah. also weirdly, like, the most creative I've ever been, I mm. think, because I, for- I was forced to just, like – entertain myself. Yeah. And also like I was doing it with no actual like outcome in mind. Mm. I was just doing it to to have fun, be happy, stay present. Yeah. And so it's kind of ironic that mm. that worked. That was actually a really good thing to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. mindfulness works. Whoa. What? what? And no. I think that's actually on that point. That was probably like ironically the healthiest I've been in my mental health. I know, me too. Because I, I had to. I yeah. had to focus on it, you know. Totally. It was like everyone was saying, you have to focus on your mental health during this time. Because I lived alone as well. Oh, my gosh. So I was like really yeah. focusing on my mental health. And mm. then ever since then, like it's kind of spiraled a bit because we're back to normal. And totally. you don't have time to focus on my mental health. Yep. Um, <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's so weird. I was also like so... I, I've always been like, I want to become a yogi. Like, I've always loved yoga. Mm, I did mm. so much yoga. So did I. I was so... Did zen. you have a YouTube that you followed? Yeah, yoga Who'd with Adrian. With you? Adrian. No, no, I had... Um, I, I don't know if her name was Ali. Something's telling me her name was Ali, <laughs> but it was yoga with some American woman. It has to be Adrian. Might have been Adrian. I don't know. Was it like 30 days of yoga? Yeah. That, oh, my God. That's Adrian. <laughs> that's Adrian. <laughs> All the yoga with Adrian fans are going to be yeah. like, yes. <laughs> so I did that. I did that. Yeah. She's the best. Isn't she so nice? Yeah. I feel like she's my best friend. I have never met her. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a nice way to wake up in the morning. Yeah. And she's so funny. Mm. She's like, you know. Whenever she has like innuendo in her stretches, yeah, she's like, "Ayo," you know, like all that stuff. I'm like, "Yes, I live for it." Yeah, she was good. But um, <laughs> and the main message I want to take out of yeah. this is everyone, everyone, please take care of your mental health. It's very important. Indeed. I'm a big advocate for it. But on the note of where the songs came from, um, they're very much focused on climate change. Is that correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming you're a big advocate on climate change. There's a lot going on in the you know zeitgeist in the world and our discussions on climate change, which is yeah. great that we're focusing on that. Totally. Yeah. Um, the Triple J podcast has dropped. Uh, Who's going to save us? Oh, which focuses I didn't on know climate that. change. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's very good. <laughs> I hear like little snippets because I've like, ironically during lockdown I just became a Triple J person. Oh. I don't know why. <laughs> But I did. Good time. Yeah, for it. might as well. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> that was good. Um, but where did where did this like idea come from for you? Um, well, I mean, 
Well, I've always, like, where did the activism come from? Yeah, yeah, and the kind of, um, like, climate change. So, obviously, there's so much in the world that we can pinpoint our concerns for. Why yeah. did climate change come to the forefront for you? Well, I think it was honestly, um, I've, I've always been kind of nervous about it, I think. Ever since, I remember having a massive epiphany in 2016, being like, okay. wait, wait, that like, this is the, this is like a real thing. Because mm. especially in Australia, we were debating whether or not it was real for like yes. way too, like, and still are, to be honest, mm. and like for way too long. And so when my little 2016-year-old brain was like, are you, this is for realsies? I was like, holy shit, why are we not more concerned? Yeah. This is like an existential, like, this is bad. Yeah. And so I've always been like, we're going to talk about this at some point, right? And then I just thought it was really weird that no one was, not at least in the mainstream, no one was talking about it. Like, mm. if and if, you, if we're going to tackle it, we're going to have to, like, put our heads together as a big yeah. community. So yeah. I was like, surely we've got to, like, get this a cooking, yeah. <laughs> get this conversation a rolling. Um, but I kind of realised that I think that everyone's really anxious about talking about it. Yeah, I think and that's it, isn't it? some people think that they can't talk about it unless they know everything about it or, um, yeah, that, that like, what can they offer to the conversation? But mm. I think it's really helpful because no one at all was talking about it. I started feeling like I was, like, crazy. I was like, am I, the, am I, am I too concerned? Yeah. Like, <laughs> am I becoming irrational or paranoid? Uh, like, I don't know how to gauge how freaked out I should be. And then I would talk to my parents and I'd be like, like my mom, love her. Oh, God, she's going to listen to this. Um, <laughs> but I was like, Mom, I just listened to Greta Thunberg's um, like, podcast on climate mm. change and I'm freaked out. And instead of mom being like, yeah, climate change is a real issue and that sucks, she was like, well, why are you listening to the podcast oh, then, no. Ali? You're just going to make yourself feel more anxious. And I was like, wait, you're telling me that in order to cure my anxiety, I just have to pretend like this isn't happening. And I was like, there must be a better way to talk about this. And so I basically, yeah, I basically was like, I think the main way to make climate action happen mm. is to just get comfortable with talking about the uncomfortable subject that it yeah. exists yeah, and um, and not even try and fix it, but just like get through the first hurdle of just like mm. bringing it up. Yeah. And so, um, and not in like a doom, like, we're all going to die. Like, yeah. like, you know, you can have nuance to the conversation, which is like, yeah, like, you know, how do you feel about it? Um, no, a little, uh, like that's a, a bad example. Really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was just like, if I can be, when I finally started writing the script, I was mm. like, for, for not today. I was like, well, if I can be the person who helps people who are struggling to articulate their anxieties, um, if this gives them the words that they were looking for. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Through this script and through this play, then that will have been worth it. Yeah, I like that. Because I think it's hard to just articulate sometimes. It is. And I feel like it was something you said about like where, it, like back in 2016 when you didn't even think about it. When I think about climate change and it's like revolution in terms of like my sphere of the world, like mm. it started as global warming. Mm. Well, no, actually before that, it was like, yeah. oh, that hole in the ozone layer is getting quite big. <laughs> and yeah. then I'm like, what does that even mean? Um, mm, yes. And then it was global warming. And then it was like made popular in film with like the day after tomorrow. I was like, oh, oh my is that God, global that- warming? That's always what I think about when I think about global. I'm always like, Ali, it's you don't even live in New York. Like, that's not what it's going to be like. For you. I mean, it might be. Anyway, it's, yeah, but yeah, but I know. it scared the hell out of me. <laughs> it scared the hell out of me. I know. That's and then it shifted into like everyone going, oh, things aren't getting warmer; they're getting colder. Where's this global warming? Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then it shifted into climate change. And yeah. um, now it's it is at the forefront of a lot of people's conversations. Yeah, definitely. And I think you're right that it is hard to talk about because I mean, I like when I bring it up, I go. What can I do, you know, when China's pumping out this and America's doing that? Like, I'm just one man, so why even bother? Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like that's the hurdle that you need to get over is the, what's how do I word it? Like, the care or like the, oh, yeah, just like dare to, to like think. Yeah, dare to care maybe a little. Mm, uh, like it dare does. Dare to care, I like. It that. does feel like you have to take a risk in caring because mm. you kind of have to bet on that the fact that it might actually we might be all right. Mm, mm. And that's actually hard to do. You know, yeah. to be hopeful is actually really hard. Yeah. Um, and that's what I try to be like daringly hopeful about yeah. it all, <laughs> and like optimistic about the impact I can make. Mm. Although I'm not an advocate for um making you carry all the guilt of like everything <laughs> yeah. ever. So like. To be honest, I cannot buy single-use plastic or Coca-Cola can just stop making single-use exactly. plastic. Like, I think that companies have – I'm on my soapbox here, but I do think that <laughs> co- companies have, like, made um, – it was quite popular about, like, individual choice. Mm. Like, your dollar is – you vote with your dollar. And I'm like, that's all well and good if um, you have the privilege to spend dollars on, like, maybe more ex- – like, harder to access – like slightly more eco-friendly choices, but a lot of people don't have access to those choices. Mm, so true, again, true. you're like, you're kind of equating like people with less money who can't afford to make like eco-conscious choices. Mm. You're making them seem evil and they're not. So yeah, like, you know, not, that whole yeah. thing. So um, why did I start talking about that? Um, Basically, yeah, you can make a difference as yes. an individual, but I think it's all about rallying together. It is. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's about like, oh, this is turning into a whole climate change discussion it's great no, <laughs> totally it's, is. it's great i know i walk into a room and i'm like sorry like, i have a show are. yeah here i go no <laughs> but i think it is and it is about like caring and wanting to bring up that conversation yeah. and at least talk about it because it is concerning and i think like even in just the world i think you know like my parents and so on like mm. the massive effects are only starting to hit and it's, like, towards, like, the later parts of their life. I know. I like, think about that, too. Yeah. I'm and like, it's like, what will I be when I'm their age? Like, will it be better? Will it be worse? And yeah. then I always see those memes pop up. And it's like, what's the worst thing that can come out of um, working towards bettering climate change? Like, a healthier, greener world? Like, oh, sorry. Sorry, we got it wrong. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'm like, it's, yeah, probably not a bad idea. Yeah, not at all a bad idea. A very good idea, Yeah, <laughs> in fact. Uh, well, let's <laughs> diverge from climate yeah, okay. change and come back. This is a Theatre Thoughts podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to the theatre. <laughs>
Running a small business? Are you promoting a new show or running a theatre space? Maybe you're looking for an area to reach potential new clients. Why not advertise with us on the Theatre Thoughts podcast? We have a range of packages and prices for you to put your ad right here on the podcast. More information, contact us at theatrethoughtsteam at outlook.com or by heading to our website, theatrethoughtsaus.online. So could you tell me the story of when Miranda came in and said, Ali, I like this, I want to change it into a show? Yeah, so Miranda was like, Miranda is such an angel on the planet, literally, just walking around, being amazing. Um, She was like, she directed a music video for one of the songs that is now in Not Today. And um, she was the one who kind of just pointed out you know when you're not aware of what you do as an mm. artist? And she was like, did you know that your lyrics are kind of like mini little stories and they're quite like confessional, almost like you're directly addressing someone, kind of like a monologue. And mm. I was like, wow, that is super cool. And then she was like, yeah, have you considered putting it into a show? And so I kind of just went away and stewed on that and started looking at the threads and how it could all work together. And then I came back and I was like, I remember I booked a coffee with her where I was like, Miranda, I do want to write a one-woman show. And she was like, okay, let's do it. And the thing about Miranda is that as soon as you say you're going to do something, it's happening. Like, she's such a go-getter. So okay. it was it was happening. And it was great because I have a tendency to be like, I have so many brilliant ideas and I will never make any of them because they'll be perfect <laughs> in my head. And if I try and make them, they won't be perfect. So um, so she, like, forced me to just make the thing. And, and um, so And she scheduled regular check-ins with me for my oh. writing. And I just really wanted to show up, mm. even no matter how crap my writing was. And it was really good because then yeah. I learned that writing is actually about drafts, doing yes. multiple drafts. Yes. It doesn't have to be perfect the first go. Yeah. Um, so that was a good little lesson to learn. And um, yeah, and then so I just like, we just kept like, I would I would write it, then when I'd bring it to her and she would just basically be like, yeah, that's great, keep going. And it was honestly... Amazing because it's so rare to find someone who's in your corner like mm, that. Yeah. Like I om- I often think like artists need coaches in the same way that athletes do. Oh, I love that. I love that. Say it again. <laughs> Say it again. Artists need coaches. <laughs> yeah. Um, she was like that. She was like the person, yeah, who was like standing on the side, mm. handing me water, being like, you're doing great. <laughs> That's so good. I think you're yeah. right. I 100% agree with that because mm. it's so hard. Um in the theatre industry to do something yourself because everyone's trying to do something. Yeah, You know, totally. there's so many people trying to make their own thing and slice, you know, cut out their own slice of the industry. Mm. Um, like, I even think about that most days with, like, theatre thoughts on the podcast. I go, like, oh, it's just me. And, and then, like, when you kind of reach out to other people and they go, oh, this is great. Like, this is you're doing well. And he goes, oh, okay, cool. Keep you, going. Yeah, literally. You get a new guest on, you're like, well, you want to talk to me? Yeah. Yay. And you're like, this is a thing we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you have plenty of guests. I wasn't a dig. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I think just that um, reminder that, you know, you're doing well. Keep going. I think yeah, it's great. Totally. Because I remember we talked to um, Eve Blake about some of the things that she does. Oh my gosh, she is so cool. Oh, she's amazing, isn't she? Incredible. <laughs> Literally an inspiration. Yeah, to so many people. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't know if she realizes it. She's very humble. Yeah, I don't think she does. No. Um, but she was talking <laughs> about the, the traps she said that mm. she sets herself, and I was shocked at some of them. Cause, what are they? Um, well, she said one app that she uses. I can't remember the name of it. But um, she talks about an app that she uses where if she doesn't write within a certain amount of time, everything she does gets deleted. So she'll just write, 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 
And then if she like has any breaks or anything or like is on her phone and she runs out of time, it's gone. So it's like, get it done now. Oh, wow. Okay, of course Eve Blake is being that hardcore mm. out there. Okay, wow. I yeah. didn't realise that was the bar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's like one thing, I guess, if you're like I mean, a solo person. if it person. works for her brain, that, that yeah. works. I could not. I'm way too me. anxious. It would just, I'd, I'd go into paralysis and be like, yeah. God, <laughs> right, too scared. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Although that sounds very productive. Wow. It does. It I does. should do that yeah. <laughs> um, if I can. Um, but it seems to be working well. Like you and Miranda have like made this show. Um, mm. It's now at the Fringe. Now, it wasn't premiered at the Fringe. It was at Theatre Works, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, it was part of um, Melbourne Comedy Festival. Beautiful. So, yeah. Well, we did like a very small, we kind of called it a preview season. Which, okay. Uh, well, like a very like early, early iteration of the show at, at KXT, mm. um, King's Cross Theatre. And that was only on for four nights. And it was like the first draft of the script that we just right. whacked on stage. And, um, well, the first, the first like fully complete draft. Um, been through a lot of iterations, but anyway, yeah. And then we finally debuted the show, yeah, at Melbourne Comedy Festival, which was so cool because so I didn't cool. think that I was a comedian, and then um, now I am. There you go. Because <laughs> I've done a comedy festival, so <laughs> take um, that off the, yeah. on the CV. <laughs> but it was actually so cool because people were because people really engage with Melbourne Comedy Festival, mm. so people would come who just saw me on the lineup. Yeah. Of comedians that day, mm. and then they were awesome, and they were really excited to laugh. Yeah. Like I think that's the difference, maybe between theatre audiences and like audiences for stand up. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right because I I only went to the comedy festival first time this year, mm. um, and now I want to make it a yearly thing. Oh, I it's so loved fun! It. I found it fascinating. Yeah, it's so, so fascinating. It was everywhere. Yeah, you know. Yes. Yeah, and it's like so cool. I guess it suits Melbourne because it is so like it's built for theaters. Definitely. Whereas Sydney's like it is built for theaters, but it is so spread out. Oh yeah. So it makes it a little bit harder. Like you have to make a night of it. Whereas mm-hmm. like there, you could just wander into the city and just oh, I'll go here. Oh, maybe I'll go there. Yeah. Hop on a tram. Go home. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's so cool. I loved it. And it really feels like the city comes out to celebrate it. Mm, that's what I felt. It felt really alive. Which yeah. Is good, especially after like the lockdown that it had. Totally. And seeing the way those comedians write so efficiently, Mm. like they've got one hour and they're going to cram in as many jokes as they can. And it's so well written. Yeah. I was just like, whoa, my mind was blown. Yeah. Did you feel like, I don't know, how do I word this? Um, Did you feel like you weren't ready for it or did you feel like this was where I should be right now? Um, It definitely, yeah, I felt kind of like... I wasn't ready, but in a nice way. Mm. It was like, whoa, I did not expect to be here. But yeah, I felt like I'd found my community um, of, well, because it's like, I like to toe the line. Like my show isn't really a comedy stand-up show at all. So it it Mm. kind of didn't really suit the... (laughs) Didn't really suit the comedy festival, but then people liked it because it was like, had had that point of difference compared to the festival. Um, um, But also, yeah, just like being amongst these creatives who just churn out new shows every year. That Mm. was really inspiring to see like how fast they worked and how quick their wits are and Mm. just got me really inspired to just feel a bit more free in my shows and embrace improvising or like embrace just like riffing with the audiences and things because my show has audience participation so I it made me feel like okay I don't have to be scared of this this is really fun I get to chat it's so funny I have such a love-hate thing with audience participation (laughs) because I love seeing it but I hate being the one they pick on everyone says that everyone is always like 
the minute like my friends who are coming to the show who I know and mm. talk to daily, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, can you sit in the front and like I could do the audience participation bit with you if you wanted? And yeah. they were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm like, it would just be. I would literally just chat to you like I do all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I actually hate it too. Yeah, it's I, so I'm like, funny. don't tell me, like, don't make me, because I'm like, I worry that I have to be good. Mm, that's what I think. <laughs> that's what I think. It happened to me at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Somebody pulled me up and I was like, all right, I've got to be good. I'm on stage now. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's like, I'm the star. <laughs> so yeah, it is. It, I think that maybe it's an active thing. I think when I do it now, I try really hard to make the audience member feel like it's not a test at all. Mm. And it, it can totally flop. Yeah. And sometimes it's the funniest when it flops. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what else did I have for you? I was asking about that. And then Oh, that's what I wanted to ask because um, the bio for your show mentioned like the like the song stylings that were quite similar to yours. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask where your inspirations um, for your styling sort of came from. My songwriting style. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, like lots of different places. So I've always been a really big fan of um, like. Australian comedy songwriters like I really love Tim Minchin and um yeah so much (laughs) I'm gonna start next year I'm doing a campaign to get him on the podcast I'm gonna do (gasps) one of those like day one of asking Tim Minchin so if I can get him on I think I can retire oh my gosh can I join for the session and just I'll just I won't even speak I'll just sit in the corner (laughs) um yeah so I love him and I also really love Kate Miller Heidke so she wrote Muriel's Wedding the Musical and Mm. like obviously is an amazing did she write that yeah I didn't know that yeah so she's an amazing singer-songwriter and if you listen to her lyrics like she doesn't always write comedy songs but her lyrics are really sharp and like witty. Mm. Um, so she kind of, in the same way, like treads the line of um, comedy. And sometimes she just straight up writes comedy songs. Like she has this one great comedy song about this person who she hated, who was her ex, who added her on Facebook. And she was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like that's oh. the, what the whole song is about. Okay. But it's like hilarious. She's like, I don't want you poking me again. <laughs> Get it? Because you poke on Facebook. <laughs> anyway. For everyone, for all the like, Gen Z, you used to be able to poke you should, someone. Yeah. yeah, that was written in the early 2000s. So, um, <laughs> oh, I remember those pokes. They were the worst. I know. You just like repeatedly poke oh. each other. It was so weird. Especially with, like your crushes where you just like send you a poke. It was the worst. You'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> you didn't poke me. Do I poke them back? <laughs> um, or yeah. the MSN knock screen when somebody <laughs> wasn't there. <laughs> Whoa, you just unlocked I know. a part of my memory. I, wow. Um, yeah, so I loved them. I love them. And then I also um, really love folk, like indie folk music. So I love um, I love Phoebe Bridges. Mm. She's like, do you know her? She's like killing it in America right now. Um, I don't. Oh, I thought you, sorry, for a Phoebe second. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I, that's who I thought you I know. said. And I was about also to Also love like, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, oh, I can yeah, talk about her. Um, but no, I don't know Phoebe Bridge or that Yeah, well. Phoebe Bridges, she's really cool. She's like, um, she does a lot of folk rock. Okay. And um, her lyrics are quite similar in, well, I love her style of lyric writing because she's quite a kind of like stream of consciousness confessional mm. kind of style in the same way that Tim Minchin writes very honest lyrics like yeah. very frank and straight up and um because of that they're like funny um mm. so yeah i love that sort of style and i also just love like julia jacqueline courtney barnett like other australian um, missy higgins even mm. like paul kelly just like folk like folk um what's the other word indie folk yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that kind of vibe so it's that's why i play a lot of guitar and um 
in my show as well as piano because I kind of like mixed it up. Do a bit of mention. Do a bit of Missy Higgins. Why not? Why um, not? So, yeah, that's where I kind of end up. That's awesome. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah. did you want to uh, play the theatre oh thoughts game? Yes. Okay. Right. It's called One Minute Theatre Thoughts. Okay. And now it's One Minute Theatre Thoughts with Ali Morgan. So, I will set the timer for one minute, and okay. you have one minute to answer all my questions on my page. Uh, I love it. If you get to the end, that's awesome. Great. If not, don't stress. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Just answer first thing that comes off the top of your head. Okay. Here we go. What is your go-to karaoke song? Oh, my gosh. I really love Burn by Usher. Oh, my <laughs> that's God. That's embarrassing. <laughs> um, <laughs> who is your favourite artist? Artist? Mm. Phoebe Bridges, yeah. Nice. I'm I just love her. I'm obsessed. <laughs> what is the best concert you've ever been to? Oh, my gosh. That's so hard. Oh, Kate Milheike. Oh. I'm just saying all the same stuff. But, yeah, Kate Milheike, she's amazing. What is your go-to comfort TV show? Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> oh, excellent. I it's recent. Season. That's recent, actually. I've been binging the seasons <laughs> last year. Um, what artist inspires you? Um, ooh, uh, okay, let's go with, I'm going to say Phoebe Waller-Bridge because she's an actor-writer, hybrid, showrunner, amazing, extraordinaire mm-hmm. person. Love her so much. And, uh, oh, last one, do you have a favourite musical? Um, sure, yes. Oh, I love Six. That's on right now. Nice. And that's one minute. Yay. And you answered all the questions. Oh my gosh, ding, ding, ding. Ten love points. Love it. <laughs> I'm uh, assigning myself. I need, like, I'm going to have to buy, like, a trophy of some sort and be like, you won! (laughs) You need to have, like, a... I might add that in post-credit. Please do. (laughs) I'll say, this is credited by Ali Morgan. (laughs) Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Ali. So your show. That was so much fun. Oh, no, you're very, very welcome. Thank you for being our first one in studio. Yes! Wow! Crowd goes wild. It's amazing. It's so, so cool. Nice I feel like here. it's easier to go off track, but it's also beautiful to go off track. Yeah. So because yeah. you kind of get like uh, it's less formal, I guess, when it's via um, more mm. formal. Sorry, when it's via Zoom. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. No, I love I love listening to podcasts where they go off on tangents, and you're like, yes, take Just me with do you. It. <laughs> well, excellent. Well, not today is on mm-hmm. at the Sydney Seymour Centre, and then you start. Um, is it two shows at the Riverside? Yeah, we do two shows. Yeah, from the twenty third at Riverside Theatres in yeah. Parramatta. Beautiful theatre. Get out there to go. It see is it. a beautiful theatre. Yes. Thank you. Well, thank you. Well, we'll hear uh, some of your music now, which I'm very excited Yay. for. And then um, all the best with the rest of your shows. Thank you so much. A massive thank you to Robbie James at Rogue Projects for helping to organise today's episode. Thanks to Ali Morgan for joining us on the podcast. You can find out more about Ali by following her on Instagram at Ali K Morgan. This episode was produced by Echidna Audio. Follow them at Echidna Audio on Instagram. Tickets for the performances of Not Today at Riverside Theatre Parramatta from the 23rd to the 24th of September can be booked at riversideparramatta.com.au. Now, please enjoy Ali performing one of the songs from her hit show titled Traffic. If I die today, please don't let me die in traffic. I'd 
please don't let me die at the airport Trying to find my way to you Cause it's been six months now since I felt you around Cause you were off getting famous and I've been waiting for ages just to save enough money That's it for another episode of the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. If you have a production you're wanting to promote, have a thought on theatre you wish to highlight, or feel like you can bring diverse and insightful conversation to the podcast, why not come on as a Theatre Thoughts co-host? We're looking for new and exciting people to come and feature in future podcasts and talk with our amazing guests. Contact our team now at theatrethoughtsteam at outlook.com or by hitting us up on our socials. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time here on the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.